Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Because when I threw it to the AEW, it's like, all right, here we go. Being the star, I was like, cool. And they're like, hey, can you bring the panda outfit? I'm like, <laughs> all right. From... Agrigento, Sicily, Vinny Masato. A well-known brawler from the NorCal area with an MMA background. I guess the doors to Lucha Underground are open to anyone. See what Vinny Masaro can bring. Vinny Masaro, how are you doing? Spectacular, fantastic. How are you doing? I'm, I'm great, thank you very much. I'm, I'm delighted to be chatting to you from... Uh, your your world famous man cave uh, at your home. Uh, I've, I've I've heard plenty about this. Is where I'm not saying this is where the magic happens because that sounds rude. But oh, that's the bedroom. That's, that's the bedroom. The bedroom. Like, come on, my, 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 my wife wouldn't. She doesn't come. That's, that's gross. You know, she, <laughs> she comes in here. She comes in here. We this is the workout room. We can't have magic happen here. That's. that's, that's, that's I'm sorry. I'm going way. She's gonna be upset now. <laughs> We've started I'm strong. <laughs> Two minutes in, I'm already like, I'm already in trouble with the wife. This is a great, great interview. I can't wait. This interview's gone. Vinny, how you doing? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I have sex with my wife. That's the interview. Right. <laughs> hello, every, hello, everybody watching you on watching on whatever you're watching. I have sex with my wife. <laughs> with I'm sorry, I have sex with my wife. It's still, it's still good. It still works. Listen, I'm, I'm very old. This is this is cool for me. All right, guys, leave me alone. <laughs> we're in a, we're in a, we're in the, uh, in the, in the man cave. So we've got workout gear in there. Uh, I know you're a retro gaming guy, so I'm pretty sure your setup's in there as well. Yeah, the setup's all in there. It's ridiculously messy right now, but I have my. It's so funny because you're like, you're like retro gaming, right? What do I have? I have my ps4 i have my ps3 but i do have my dreamcast over there you they actually have the same dreamcast that i have when i used to game test back in the day so i still have my boot disc in there um so i have all the, oh, i have all the, the the copies that they gave me you know the little the little boot disc copies of all the dreamcast games so that works uh i, I wish i had my uh my super nes and uh i wish i had like my old school stuff like uh you can't get now like i wish i had my uh my 3do uh oh. i wish i had like uh like my um, you know uh my sega saturn i used to have you know just slap some panzer dragon dragoon as a you know but i don't have those anymore i think i forgot i think i put them in storage and my, my mom was like 
I don't know what this is. I'm just going to get rid of it. I'm like, of course you are, mom. Of course you are. But she, I mean, well, she, she has like, you know, you know, she, she has a porcelain doll that she's had for like 55 years. That's, you know, that's worthless. Oh yeah, you know but but, I mean? place, but but video games are junk. But yeah, sure, this porcelain doll. Yeah, <laughs> I, she literally she literally gave gave away my my. I had a uh, uh, a publisher version of three uh, D O where you can switch in the back where you can switch to like whatever it was like P A L to like you can like switch NTSC to like Japanese and... all that shit. Like you can like you go in the back and you switch it to like whatever like japanese version american version like european like it was like i'm like i wish i had that it was like one of those dev dev kits that they gave out i had one when and I she used gave to it away it. she just threw it away she's like i don't know what is this and she just goes it's not a nintendo so it must be garbage i'm like no i know it's not because that's what she knows it's like nintendo and that's it she's like no it doesn't say nintendo it's probably like some old vcr that doesn't work she just threw it away <laughs> So I mean, uh, sadly, I thought she might have given it away. I like the idea of somebody somewhere on planet Earth owning Vinnie Massaro's Game Dev 3DO, which is a weird sentence. It's very, very weird sentence. <laughs> I, I, I would I, just but, to go off on a tangent uh, about it. I mean, um, you, you mentioned there like it was like you had Game Dev units. So is is uh, this is part of you that I wasn't aware of? So what were you do? Obviously, were you developing games? Was that how that? No, no, no. I was just a game tester. I was doing QA and game testing. Nice. So I did. So I did. Uh, my first job was doing. Uh, I was doing technical support at Electronic Arts, and then doing QAs, QA stuff. So basically, the re you know, if anyone's ever done, uh, ever like, um, you know, in the gaming industry, you always hear about the horror stories of EA. You know, working people to the ground, and you know, just doing absurd amount of hours trying to get those those games approved that was me i was literally like i would get there uh in the morning do tech support like um you know from eight to whatever eight to five uh you know for, like if you had like an issue with your game uh they would call them the 800 number and you would talk to me and i would walk you like i would, I would make a boot disc uh you know like a, a floppy disk for you i would walk you through like you know they, you know look at you know look going through ms dos and making sure your game worked and then after that, uh, we would basically go and do QA, and I would sleep on the floor, like underneath my cubicle, because the next morning was the same thing. And didn't, and you know, I was uh, I was taking bus at that time to go home, and the buses would stop running after a certain time, so I just literally was just sleep on the floor, and because uh, we, you know, we we had to get that Madden game, you know, we had to make sure that Madden game got out on time. So has, has, those, has those, that, that's that's my first job. Yeah, has that practice changed now? Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, they got a big lawsuit. They got yeah. a, they had a big EA like lawsuit about it, and you know, for because it was we were all temps back then, and they were just treating us like you know, obviously, you know, you know, we were getting paid very little, and you know, they would never, they would never hire anybody, uh, you know, full time or whatever. So, but I think it's changed now. There's obviously, you know, there's some somebody ended up suing them. And now it's that's a lot. A lot of has changed about that. But Gosh. so then after that, I worked at uh, I worked at Sega uh, for the Dreamcast uh, until like literally like the last like a week before like it was done. Like I worked there, and then after that I worked for Sony, and then lastly I did worked for uh, Konami. I was doing some testing for Konami, and uh, but you know. So how do those you know, gigs come yeah. about then? Is it a case of like obviously you finish work on EA, like you've you've woken up from your sleep after your final day of Madden, and then you're you're wrapping up there? 
like and do you do you get approached by another company do you apply to another company how does that work yeah you just you, yeah you just kind of like around here because this where where i live they're all it's just all, all all the the buildings are all right there so you know that there's a lot of temp agencies that look for like hey do you like video games i'm like yes i like video games and then we'll and do, do you want to hate video games because you have a job <laughs> for you uh and you know and then you start testing games and but you know you start making friends and you know because everyone's just because it's you know unless you're you know you have a really good job there you're you're there for a long period of time uh if you're just doing qa or whatever you kind of jump around from project to project depending on what's available at the time so yeah i made i made a lot of friends at the time and you know plus i was wrestling too i was going to train so there was a lot of wrestling fans in, in the video game uh in you know business so they're you know they knew me as like you know oh well you know this guy wrestles and you know he you know he does video game he you know he tests video games so i was doing that and uh but the reason why i got those dev kits is because i used to have um uh i used to, there was i just made a bunch of friends you know because uh with wrestling they were they all wanted to know about like you know about wrestling so they made friends and like one day they're like hey man i have you know this guy gave me this i have like five of them do you want one and i was like sure and it was like a box i opened up the box and it was like a 3DO dev kit, like a Sega Saturn dev kit. And I was like, what the hell is this? This is the greatest thing ever. And, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure I'm sure if I wanted to like sell it, like I'd probably get a bunch of money for it. But um, you don't yeah, want to sell just, it, do you? <laughs> no, I just want to. I mean, now I'll just keep it. You know what I mean? But, it, you know, I don't even think I don't even think you can even get game. I'm sure you can get a game, but they're probably like $600 or something outrageous. I'm sure you can probably download them online somewhere. You can, but there's nothing quite like owning them like properly. So somebody will want Especially to. Especially those like, Sega Saturn ones. The Sega Saturn ones are like this big. They're like giant things, beastly little creatures. I mean, you said there that you know you you do you do game testing. We'll get into the interview proper in a bit. I promise. Uh, <laughs> but so you... this is this is great for me. I'm you know I I mean listen. No offense to any podcast people. It's like hi, Vimasara. What what started in wrestling? How did you start in pro wrestling? I'm like oh, all right. Yeah, this, we... this millionth question. Sure, let me let me. Explain. So this is great. I love. I could talk about this for for we we, for we hours. try we try our best to avoid re- very obvious questions. Uh, so we could be here for it. We'll just do this for an hour. It's fine. Um, but with like you said, like oh, when you come into game testing, they say, oh, do you love games? Do you want to hate them? Uh, how do you, like? Obviously, you've still got a good relationship with playing games. Do you find it difficult when you would when you were sort of deep in doing like game testing and QA stuff? Did you find it difficult to switch off from sort of QA mode to just leisurely playing computer games? Yeah, and it's honestly I compare it a lot to professional wrestling because like everyone's like, "Oh man, did you watch that match? That was awesome!" It's like, and I'm like, "Yes, it was awesome," but because I'm a trainer at pro wrestling because I've been doing it for so long, it's like, "Yes, but." They did this wrong. They did this wrong. They did this wrong. And same thing with games. You know what I mean? Like I'm, you know, back. You know, when I was in doing the game testing, I was like, this game is awesome. But I'm like, yeah, but there's a glitch right there. I'm trying to, you know, I go here and I and, and I you know and I fall off the screen. There's this. There's that. I broke this. I broke that. So it's kind of like the same thing. But you do if you're, you know, as a game test, especially if you're if you're working on one particular game, you you end up hating. Of video games for the most part but just because you're playing the same level sometimes for like a long period of time and then you know when you're like when you know you start you, you start playing the same level and then afterwards you get a new copy of the game and it's the level's completely different and they've made it worse they made it better but it's just 
it's a long process. If you don't, it's hard to explain it basically, but it's, and then, and then if you, if you get into third-party testing, like I was doing for a while at Sega, sometimes you, you, you get lucky and you get WWE, you know, Royal Rumble or, or WWF Royal Rumble game, which is fun. And then sometimes you get like the absolute worst game and you have to play that for a week and you just want, you just want your life to stop. <laughs> what game made you feel like that most of all? Oh my gosh. One time I, <laughs> I still think this is a joke on me. My, one of, one of my, uh, my QA leads gave me a uh, Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen pony writing, like, <laughs> like, like I basically like had to train a, a horse, like pet it, like, you know, and, like race it and, and like nurture it. So they can, I'm just like, I go, you guys are evil. This stinks. <laughs> This Did is, you not love it like, even? Not love it even the slightest bit by the end of the week. No, no, <laughs> I because they were like always like like they would like chime in and say like quirky little things, and I was like, God, these are the most annoying women ever. I mean, they were like little girls back then, but I was just like, Oh my God, please stop! I go, I couldn't imagine like, and you had to like you had to like make sure the horse got fed. I'm just like, I don't want to do this work. This is like people people get paid to do this. Why am I playing a video game like this? It's like that farm farming simulator game. Like, why is anybody? Why, why would you want to play this game? It's like a dog. You know what I mean? People find it weirdly, weirdly relaxing to play stuff like that. I don't get it myself. I quite like games that sort of transport you away to places. You know, exactly. Like That's yeah. kind of what you want in it. You you don't want you, you don't want admin job simulator. Like when you when you just come home from a hard day working an admin yeah. job. Yeah, it. You know, nine thousand. Like, I don't want to do this. This stinks. <laughs> Uh, you know. what, what was the last game that Vinny Massaro threw himself into? Oh, well, right now I'm playing uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Mm. Yeah, I forgot what it's called, but it's Forbidden West, the new one. Uh, no, I'm not playing Elden Ring. It's, I mean, it's not happening. I'm sorry. Why Why? Yes. Why the, the very adamant no to playing Elden Ring? Because I hate games like that where you literally just die and you just die and you just die and you just die. I can't. I'm very bad at those kind of games to the point where I get super frustrated. And uh, like, cause, cause, yeah, cause I have a, like a normal job. Plus I wrestle uh, a lot. Plus I train during the week. So I'll play like maybe two, three days out of the week and I'll have like maybe two to three hours to play. And I don't want to spend those three hours hating my life and dying on the same dog or bat <laughs> or whatever the hell, you know, stupid little thing that's, that's overpowered. And because I, I didn't memorize its strikes and I have to roll. Because I've tried playing Dark Souls, I couldn't do it. It was impossible. It um, seems to be a lot of what people have said about Elden Ring. Like, like the, I'm hearing reviews like Game of the Year, five stars, five stars, five stars, Game of the Year. Da, da, da. Then a lot of the reviews I hear, people going, yeah, I died 400 times on the first bit. Yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't sound fun. No, it's like I, I look at it and I base it off. If there's, a, if there's memes about, like, if there's like a TikTok about one million views about how many times you die on a game, I don't want to play that game. Mm. It just doesn't make any sense like you know and it's literally it's like just roll 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 and like if there's a meme about it it usually means that it's really bad so i'm gl I'm glad i'm not the only one that, that feels like they missed a meeting like that's how i feel with it it's like did i miss did i miss a meeting that we all had to go to where we talked about this game what was that what was that one there was one game where i literally like i was so excited because everyone said it was great and i played it and i swear i just i got so angry that i spent all the money oh uh, neo I think it was like N-I-O-H. And it was just literally like, I died like five times in like two minutes. I'm like, what is this? What is the point of this? Like, just, 
It doesn't even like I'm like, why am I playing this game? And it just and then you die and it brings you back to the same spot. You and you like so you're not even like oh I made it a little further. No, you die in the same spot because you're going the same direction every time. I'm like, you know what? Just give me give me breath of the wild where I can just walk around for two hours climbing a hill or whatever. That's fun for me. I'll take I'll do that. I know somewhere where you can walk around for two hours and just take in the atmosphere. A metaphorical desert island, Vinny. That's where we can do it, where we can send you uh, to watch three wrestling matches of your choosing. Three, three wrestling three. matches of your choosing. Three matches that you would love to watch while stranded. This was very tough, by the way. This was very tough, by the way. I, I like how this show makes makes wrestling folk like your good self really think because you've got to narrow it down to three, and uh, and 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 it's and it's nice because it. I think one thing I quite like is that most people when we talk to them they say like it reminds them about being a fan again because you can get mm-hmm. lost in doing it day to day. So to kind of go well, as a fan, choose three matches that you love. So we're going to go through one by one throughout our interview today, uh, the matches that you've chosen. So match number one, Vinny, I know it was difficult, but what did you go for? So uh, the match that I always like, okay, so I ha- I watch a lot of wrestling and uh, there's something, sometimes there's like a match, like, you know what? I'm like, I haven't like, I need to watch this. I need to watch AEW. got to catch up on like, you know, there's, I heard this is good. I heard it, but every time, every now and then I just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to watch the, the classic. And it always goes back to, um, Masawa Kawada. Um, and you can literally take a pick, which, whichever one, you know what I mean? But there's the, you know, there's obviously the, you know, the, the, the big ones, the major ones. Um, but literally anything from Masawa Kawada where they're just, you know, they're just going at it. Um, um, I forgot the exact date on it. Uh, I think I have notes, um, but uh, there's those are like the that's like the match where I look and I'm like, well, there was a six star one. Was there like a six star one that Dave did in '94? Right, '94, June third, nineteen ninety-four. Mm. Exactly. Uh, that's the. I mean, that's the most famous one, I guess. Um, but I just love. I just. But I, it, as a pro wrestler, I, I I like. I even like the other ones because you can tell that it's almost like watching like Lord, like all three Lord of the Rings, like back to back to back. Because it's if if you watch it like together, it's almost like one giant movie because they're they're still they're repeating. They're you know they're 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 rewarding you for being a fan and for remembering that one thing or. You know they're doing this thing, but yeah, I mean, if obviously Misawa Kawada, June third, nineteen ninety-four. Uh, is there a moment from that match when you talk about that match? Do you visualize a particular point in that match in your head? This and oh, man, you know what it is? I think it's just the um, the fact that like I learn every time like I watch it. There's something special that I watch about it, and I and something some, something that I learn about it. And the fact that they're just, you know, the emotion, the the timing, because everyone thinks, you know, all Japan pro wrestling is just a bunch of people just dropping everybody in the head and just, you know, elbowing in their face. But with that match, they they took their time. You know, there was, you know, it was a long match and, you know, they took their time and they actually, you know, they made everything just, you know, I mean, yeah, at the end, the end is just so, you know, everyone's just so, um, you know, 
it's, it's, there's just so much it, it, it makes you realize like the, it's, i almost wish like i could just like re, just forget about it and just watch it for the first time you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah it just it has that much of an impact on you that you just want to wipe it and enjoy it all over again so you're not predicting what comes next and just enjoy it right. at that value um, I know you've you've spoken in, in interviews before about sort of you know coming from Sicily and and, and living there till you were ten. But what I do love is and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this because so many people have sort of cite the WWF or, or NWA as their influence, but it was it was wrestling from Japan that that got you into yeah. it. But it was more am I right in thinking it was the Tiger Mask cartoon? It was Tiger Mask. Yeah. So basically, uh, when when I first in I I was born in Sicily. And uh, in, on like Saturday morning cartoons, they would show uh, Tiger Mask because it was a lot of they would use a lot of Japanese anime. Like they would have like a soccer anime and they would have like just because they didn't really, you know, Italy didn't make their own cartoons, I guess. So they would borrow a lot of stuff from Japanese anime. So the, the big one was Tiger Mask. That was like, you know, the actual Tiger Mask anime, the old school one. And then afterwards, they would show there was this guy, I forgot what it was, it's called like Catch Wrestling with an Italian. I forgot what his name was. But they would show like uh, Japanese wrestling um, from, you know, from New Japan with like Hogan and like I remember like Ricky Chosu and Inoki. And then I remember they would show like a lot of Tiger Masks. So that's the first time I watched wrestling was that. And I just remember just thinking, man, this is so awesome. And, you know, when I first and then when I came here to, uh, uh, you know, the United States, I watched WWF and I didn't like it at all. I thought it was bad. Um I, it's just too hokey for me, so I started I started watching more NWA because because I remember like Gray Muda was there and I recognized him. So you know I've always been a fan of like the hard you know the Japanese style, the harder hitting style like that. And then obviously when I got older, I you know Japanese wrestling was more available, um, so I started watching more of that. Uh, I living in San Francisco, I would go to like, Japantown uh, a lot and go and re, you know go to try to get a bunch of videos and stuff like that. So that, that that's a that's a little bit you know I used to like that for me. Um, with going back to to living in Sicily and you watching wrestling from Japan, were there many kids that of your age that were doing the same thing who were influenced by that style? Can you remember? Yeah, I mean everybody. Yeah, I mean everybody was. I know there's a lot of. Uh... Uh, like you talking about wrestlers right now, or just just friends of yours when you were growing up in Sicily? <laughs> like, did you yeah, did I mean, you get all, together we... on a Monday and say, "Hey, did you watch flipping the wrestling on Saturday?" Yeah, we yeah we all we all watched it, but uh, you know, we we all watched it. We all, but I think I was a little bit too. I was the one that loved it out of most out of everyone because everyone's like it's just, you know everyone's just soccer. It's all about soccer over there. You know what I mean? Um, but I think yeah, you know, I I think. Uh, I was definitely, you know, I had me and my one friend, we would like, you know, we, we would talk about it, but not, not to the point where like how it is over here, where there's like some people that just love wrestling, you know, I think over there, you know, I'm sure you, as you know, it's soccer or nothing, you know what I mean? It's pretty much yeah. your, that, you know, even if you don't, like, even if you're, you know, don't like it, you still know it and you still, cause you know, everyone, you know, it, when there's a, there was a game on, nobody was in the streets. Everybody was indoors watching the game. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm just gonna go shopping. Like, no, every it's like the whole like, you know, everybody's watching this game right now. It's, there's, there's no, there's so I think soccer is obviously the number one thing. But um, yeah, me, I remember I had a couple of friends that we we would, we would watch it, but nothing happened. I mean, once I got here, there's so many so many other people that watched that love wrestling. 
especially because it was like the or the late eighties and it was so popular over here. Well, you were a Juventus fan, weren't you, growing up as well? So like yeah. you were in you you were are you are you still because I imagine it's difficult to watch it over there. There never seems to be any real sort of media no. coverage of football in America. No, and we will really call isn't. it football. <laughs> yeah, we'll say call it calcio over here. You know, either way I say it, but no, I mean I, I keep up with it. You know, I like I, I read I read the results, but there's no real there's no like channel. Like I if I, my dad watches it, but he has to get like this weird package and like you know he has to like order this Italian like kind of thing. Uh, I don't, and it's like, it's like at, at weird times too, and, you know, it's like super early in the morning on like a Sunday or something, but uh, I just, I just read the results, mm. um, but uh, I wish I could watch it live. I was, sometimes I catch the replays and stuff, but yeah, it's, I never, I never realized how much people hate it. I guess the Juventus is like the Yankees of, of, of football. It's yeah. like everyone hates Juventus. It's so weird. It's, it's 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 that whole thing when there's a team that is that is such an institution that that some people just hate them, you know, out of spite. There's almost there is that, isn't it? Like they're like they're 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 so successful that it's like we have to by default dislike them if we don't like them, you know. And it's like over here for a long when I was growing up, so sort of around the, the same, near the same time as yourself, like it was like Man United was the big team. So right. Like, yeah. Is it because there's Man City and Man United? You know, those are the top two, right? They were. I don't think. I don't think Man United is in this. And, and there'll be Man United fans that will be very cross with me after this. But I oh, don't think no, they're in the same no. class either, anymore. <laughs> you know what's funny is like I because I I watch I do watch a lot of the Premier League and I actually like uh, which ones? Oh, uh, Chelsea because they had Conte for a little bit as the coach. That was Chelsea, yeah. right? It was yeah, Chelsea, I like Chelsea. Yeah. I like they're Chelsea. Having... I don't know. I haven't. I really don't keep up with them anymore. But Chelsea. I like I like their kit and I like their uh, I like I like the when Conti was there that was you know that was I like I like that but they, yeah they've I don't, had a, they've I don't had a nightmare this that. week of Chelsea they've had a nightmare because um, oh really obviously, obviously they're owned by Roman Abramovich and his assets have been frozen so they can't make any money and they've been told wow. you can't sell tickets you can't sell merch and there was a story what? That, yeah that's so they can't it's like an indie, it's like an indie wrestling of Chelsea suddenly became an indie overnight, um, and and there was a there was a story that went out in the Guardian about Chelsea, and it said Chelsea players face arduous ten hour coach journey because they can't fly to Middlesbrough, which is about which is like which is from one side of the UK to the other, and we know the size of the UK. It really is. It really is an it, it really is an indie, <laughs> indie show. They're like, oh, uh, I'll pay you like I'll PayPal you next month. I'll PayPal you next month. <laughs> oh, listen, guys, there's no there's no flights. Get in the car. I'll pay. Give me the give me the, the receipts for the gas. I'll reimburse. It really it's like an indie wrestling show. God bless Chelsea. All right. Chelsea have become a super indie. It's hilarious. Uh, and uh, but wish them best. All the same. Um, Which one's but, what's your team? Uh, well, by default, uh, my team is West Bromwich Albion. Because uh, my dad, no dad's fine. They're they're a West Midlands team of of, of mixed success. Um, if you know if you know Wolverhampton Wanderers, if you know Wolverhampton, yes, yes. So basically, West Brom are Wolves's rival team. Uh, so, oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's they're they're on the other side of the uh, of the West Midlands, and they don't like each other. So, but my dad's been a fan all his life. My older brother is an Arsenal fan, so I guess I'm partly an Arsenal fan as well. Interesting. I, just, I like. I, I have a. I have a. I think I have an Arsenal shirt. Arsenal kit. I should. Yeah, I, I like, oh, do you? Which? Yeah. Like a classic one. Is, yeah. No, I think you know. It's funny. I love to go thrift shopping. 
Like I love to go to the thrift stores. So they like uh, I I grabbed when I was like, what is it, the heck is this? I was like Arsenal. I'm pretty sure, and I grabbed it. I don't I don't even think there's anything on the back of it. I'll have to look it up. I'll find it. And I'll try to uh, oh. send the picture out. Yes, please do. Please do. I think it's just a. You're like, so weird. Like you find like random like like I found I found what was it? I found like a like an Egyptian like premier like an Egyptian league like team the other day like a, like a jersey and I was like I'm I'll buy it. I don't care I'll keep <laughs> I'll wear it you know what I mean like in a th- in a thrift store like a, in a in a in a market yeah like a second you know like uh just you know you go and you find like you'll find like sometimes I'll find like wrestling shirts but some like the the thing is a, a jersey because I just I'll just wear a jersey I don't care what team it is you know what I mean I'm not that guy like oh only my team I'll wear it. I'll, <laughs> I don't care I'll wear anything plus you never know when you'll be working a show in Egypt you'll need heat. So yeah, that could come in handy. True. Come in as a big, the big baby face. Hey, I got some, you know. <laughs> we hate that team here. Heel. You've researched this badly. <laughs> I know. I have no idea. I have no idea where it's at. I just figured it's like the same thing. Actually, we can't move on from football without me saying like um, where I'm where I'm recording this from is is Newcastle. So to my left, I'll show you, but the camera is not very good quality. But outside this window here, uh, you can see St James's Park, which is Newcastle United's ground. Oh, nice. Uh, so, and, and they've obviously been in the news recently because they've just had a big uh, Saudi Arabian takeover and they've, they've suddenly got all the money in the world, but they're still not very good at football. They're getting better, but they've got a lot of money. Do you go, do you go, a lot of, do you go to the games a lot? Or you just like, um, I've been to a couple. My brother, um, I think there was, a, it was an Ars- last time Newcastle played Arsenal, my brother came up and we went together, like just because it's a nice chance to hang out with my brother. Um, I, don't, I should go more often. I feel like I should, I should support the team more often, but I'm... I, I tend to sleep in on a Saturday where I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Like I, I like I want to go. I'm like, ah, forget it. Yeah. I just, I just, I'll, I'll, I'll rather sit and watch it live. Yeah. Because you know, like, the like, same thing. Because I, I, you know, I got, I can go watch the Warriors play, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'll just stay at home because there's parking and getting <laughs> there and then driving home and traffic. It's just a, it's a whole ordeal. What did you make of watching sport during? lockdown because i found like i think obviously with with the wrestling we had the thunderdome experience which gave us pumped in crowd noises but it was it was very very surreal whichever sport it was like it was the nba one was the nba one was bad yeah the nba one was kind of bad which is funny i'm glad you mentioned this because this is this will probably lead into my number two wrestling match when i'm in my, in my, my my desert island wrestling was very depressing. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it, for me personally, I was, I went through uh, a very depressed time where I didn't, because I live in California, for those of you that don't know, and here it was lockdown. Now, when I say lockdown, it wasn't like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't go to concerts. I mean, we, we couldn't go to the grocery store. Like we had to like make appointments to go to the grocery store and you can only have 20 people in the grocery store. And then when you got there, everything was empty because nobody was working uh, to like the truck drivers weren't working. Like the actual people weren't working. Um, it was a mess. Like, you know, there was no, the gyms were all closed. Everything was closed. You couldn't be, you couldn't like at one point it was, it got so bad that they told us for Thanksgiving, you can only have, like five people at your house uh, oh. for like a holiday. It was like Christmas dinner. You can only have like five people at your house. That's what that's what the California stated. Um, so it was really bad. Like you couldn't do anything. Like everything was like legit closed, not just like, oh, make sure you wear your mask. No, like it was done. 
everything was so shut. i you know the gyms were closed anything was closed so i was like i'm not wrestling at all like so i literally did not wrestle for almost a year and a half two years and i just got super depressed i have an essential job and they were working and it was a very very busy time um because a lot of my the other employees that were working with me quit or just didn't want to feel safe so I just stayed home and collected unemployment because there was the government was giving away like a lot of unemployment and plus on top of that like covid pay so they just stayed home so I was working a lot of hours and I just got super depressed. I gained a bunch of weight, you know, I drank way too much. And uh, luckily for me that I got, I got, you know, something came over me one day and I just stopped. Um, you know, I haven't had it. I've, I quit drinking pretty much. I haven't, I've actually, I, yeah, I, I've literally have not I had like a glass of wine, like for Christmas, like this last Christmas. But besides that, I haven't had any drink. I stopped drinking completely because it was just, you know, it was just getting out of hand and, uh, you know, I hired a personal trainer. I got a bunch of uh, with equipment for my gym here, the, you know, in my man cave. And, but it was just very depressing. It was I, just. I think a lot of people will, will, will share everything you've said there because we did just get told to stay home, everyone. And we all just ate and drank and, and felt mm-hmm. awful. And especially with yourself, as you know, you, as you said, you, you said a few, in a few interviews that you're an essential worker. And when everybody else was disappearing, you were just picking up all those hours. So, like, were you able to divulge a little bit in terms of what you were doing as an essential worker? Uh, Yeah, pretty much just uh, what I do is, uh, like, uh, I guess you would say, like, a a pest control, like, exterminator, I guess. Mm. Uh, So, but... But I don't, I don't, I don't go and like and spray. Like I'm not like John Goodman where I go and spray like people's houses too much. <laughs> I actually, what I do, what I do is, uh, I do, I inspect food, food, uh, and handling, like warehouses. So like I would go to the places like that actually make the food, um, and you know make you know water and then you know bottle the where you you know they go and bottle the water like big warehouses like you know you know you know just giant warehouses where they were like, hey. If if I'm not here to make sure there's no bugs, you're gonna you're not gonna you know you're not gonna be able to eat because there's they're in you know infested with bugs and rodents and stuff like that. So you know at that time because it was all you know there's a lot of you know workers and I would go to like a certain place and warehouses and I would look and I was like there's like 30 employees missing. What's going on? It's like cool. These people got staying home. This this five of them got sick, two of them died, and I was like, Jesus. And then I will go like I will go like a, a month later, and it was like, Hey, what about this guy? It's like, Oh, you know, his wife died. He 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 stays home now with his kids, and I was just like, Dude, what am I doing? But I had to do it. I felt like I had to do it because if I didn't do it, then like literally, I mean, this was like you know major food brands where it's like you know, if I didn't do my job they would not you know grocery stores wouldn't have you know you wouldn't be able to get food in the grocery stores you wouldn't you know you know just just the things that like you know you think oh it's just you know, of course you know they're just you know things happen you know you know chicken magically appears well no you need to make sure there's thing, you know that warehouse doesn't have isn't infested with whatever it is and you know it's all it, it reminded me of like you ever seen that that documentary or that thing on tv like life after people you know what I mean? Where it's like, there's nobody around and like, you know, when there's nobody around, you know, animals and, you know, the, you know, nature takes over. And it was literally like, 
weeds were growing because there was nobody to cut them. There was, you know, uh, you know, there was the more bugs, more, more rats. Yeah. And like, literally they were like, listen, you got to go here because the guy that usually like this handles this isn't here. And now we have infestation. So like, it was just a mess, but I know it's way too much information, but no, and no, so, it's it's, it's 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 amazing all the jobs that people had to carry on doing. I think it's the common conception that everybody just stayed home, but there were people like yourself who still had work to do. And I, and I think you being on the front line of it and very real, the fact that you go in, you go, oh, there were thirty people this week, there was twenty next week, and it was like that was the that was really what was happening, and it was terrifying. And it really was. We didn't know how long it was going to go on for. And I think initially we right. all thought a few weeks and we'll be fine. Like, yeah. I remember, but I remember in well, April it, when they were canceling WrestleMania, we were talking. Like, oh, oh we'll, we'll, they'll do it we'll at SummerSlam. They'll do it in we'll August. Postpone it, yeah. Yeah. I just, I, and it was and it was just weird because like I would get there and they'd be like, "Hey, make sure you, you need to go in and spray and you know go in and check this area." By the way, the guy that was there died like two days ago. Like, All right. So why am I going in there? Like, you know what I mean? And like, you know, we were like, I was like, "Oh wait, let's disinfect it before you go in there." I was like, "Dude, if I get sick, you know," because then like I have I have a wife. My, my my son lives with me, my mother-in-law lives me with me. And it's so like I would literally come home every day from work, like go in the garage, take all my take off all my clothes, make sure that I didn't have I didn't bring anything in, just jump in the shower, scrub, you know, just scrub it. I will I literally I have long hair. Um I shaved it because I just didn't wanna cause like literally I just didn't didn't want to risk anything. I shaved my head. Gosh. And uh because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to bring it home. I didn't, you know, because I was, I was literally, I wasn't like, oh, man, you're in a cubicle. I was like, you know, where people, pe- like, literally there was people who got, were getting sick and it was rough, but. So and then um, besides, and then besides all that, the wrestling, which wasn't even happening. So I would literally come home and I'm like, yeah, let me look forward to the same thing tomorrow. Because there's no wrestling for the f- foreseeable future just stuck in a loop then which is which is why you know as you say like you just you ate and you drank and you know as we all as we all did um you said though me uh, i said about that there was a light bulb moment where you went all right I've, I've come off the rails i need to get back into it can you remember what that was what it was that made you go all right we need to get, get back in the game here i think it was just you know i think it was i i don't know i think maybe it was just I just want, I just remembered that like, Hey, you know, just because the world's ending doesn't mean I have to go, go down with the ship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had kind of had like kind of like that, that kind of moment. And, uh, you know, and at the same time I was like, you know what, what if it's, what if it is good? What if things come back and then I'm just going to be, you know, I'm already like, you know, I'm not the youngest person in wrestling right now and i'm you know it's it's i'm I'm just gonna make it worse if that makes any sense yeah you know what i mean like it's not if let's say it comes back i'm gonna need six months after that just to recuperate and plus two i don't want to you know it's it honestly is it started getting to my health like it started you know when you know when you when you get reach a certain age you can't just do all those things and then expect to not have any consequences like I was getting up it was getting I was I was moving slower my back was hurting my, my knees were hurting so I just decided to just it was time for stop it and you know it was just it was it's just you know it was just it was just because I'm, I'm unfortunately at that time 
there was a lot of you you were you were white you i was by myself a lot so i would just think a lot and i would you know and i would just you know place scenarios in my head and i just kind of decided it's time for a change and i just kind of did it so you so that's where the gym equipment came into the man cave and that's where yeah you, i was you... making i had i had lots of money <laughs> we, we have you know because that's all i was doing was working so i just you know i got all this weight equipment here in my gym i put tvs up i put my video games here so i'm like i have no excuse you know it's like my little man cave um because we yeah because there was no gyms open so i just like you know what and you know and now every day i go you know i wake up go on the treadmill then go to work come home lift or go you know and then the days that, the days that i go to train in wrestling i go to train in wrestling so no, it's it's very it's very hard to say. Um, I don't. I'm not feeling like working out this this day, when it's literally like two minutes away from you know your living room. Like it's like you know, yeah. Like two, less two, excuse. two rooms away. Yeah. Less excuse. Way less excuse. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Uh, you mentioned that talking about sort of um, the Thunderdome and then lockdown and all that was, was an inspiration for your second match. So, what would you like your second match to be, Vinny? So, to me, the, one of the most depressing things that happened in, in, um, in during the lock during the pandemic, and it's unfortunately still happening, is New Japan Pro Wrestling and the fans not being able to be loud and and you know just the clap crowd is very it's very depressing. Listen, watching watching Wrestle Kingdom with the clap crowd and all that stuff. So to me, my second match that I watch, literally I watch once a week just because the fans go insane and it's such a great match is um, uh, Okada versus Shibata from, I think it's called, I think it's Genesis. Yeah, Genesis, the, yeah. from 90s, from two, 2017. 
2018. But it, it's like literally his last match, the match where he got injured in. Um, um, That's with the headbutt, isn't it? With the, the headbutt incident, oh yeah. my, oh, they, it's they, a headbutt incident. A phenomenal and, match, and I, but that headbutt. That headbutt, but you know, as much as everyone cringes on the headbutt, to me, it's just the type of person that Shibata is because he's a warrior, mm. you know, and he's just like if you know if if this if this were different times, he'd be you know he'd be on a horse, you know, riding you know you know fighting the Mongols or what you know what I mean, whoever you know, he, he's just that that kind of person. And I, to me, my dream, I've I've wrestled a lot of my heroes throughout my career there's not many dream matches left but my last dream match that i could ever possibly have is would be against shibata um and you know and if it doesn't happen you know i understand but to me he's just he's just an amazing wrestler i just i i can't like everything every time there's like there's zero wasted effort on anything that he does and he's like an amazing wrestler okada is an amazing wrestler but i think to me, when I watched that match, I just—it's just like one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. And I, I literally, I watch it once, at least once a week. What puts uh, that Shibata match with Okada above other Shibata matches for you? I think the fact that he, because a lot of times when people wrestle Okada, they kind of like they're kind of on the defensive about it. Uh, you know, they, they, you know, they kind of like it's you know they they they. Ha- they're on the they're 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 wrestling they're fighting on the way like uh on on, you know they're coming back from him but he just brought it to him and he brought he brought his style i think my favorite part is when he does the rainmaker into the to the slap um just because he's like you know he's like yeah you know you're you know you're flashy but i i could do the same thing but in my own special way I just, I just, because everyone, you know, obviously Okada was going through that super crazy run and, um, you know, and Shibata was kind of like, you know, doing like more, he was doing more tag matches. So, he, you know, they weren't really sure, but that, I think to me, that's the one where everyone was like, you know, Shib, you know, Shibata is one of the, the best wrestlers, you know, in the world. Um, can we talk about Ultimo Panda? Sure. <laughs> I hate, I hate, I hate that stupid Panda. <laughs> Your your arch rival, arch Ultimo Panda. My arch rival. You look very similar. I don't know whether anyone said that to you. I presume you go to the same gym, same, the same man cave. Yeah, gym. we have the same hairstyle. It's, <laughs> it's, uh... Who made the panda head? Uh, honestly, uh, it was just from. Um... So, long story short, there was a, a, a pro wrestling revolution to Lucha Libre promotion, and. Uh, you know, I really wanted to work with, you know, is one of my, my, my close friends in the business, Gabe Ramirez. And he was like, you know, I really want to use you, Vinny. I really want to book you, but you know, it's, we're a Lucha company and uh, you know, you know, it's like, we can't. And I was like, I'm not a luchador. I don't fly. I, you know, if anyone's ever watched me wrestle, I barely jump. Um, I, bar- I barely hit the ropes. So at the time, my son was, I think he was like five or six and he loved Kung Fu Panda. Like he couldn't get, he was watching that thing like it was going out of style. And then one day, I remember one day he was just like, Dad, that's you. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, that's you. It's like, how, I go, how's that mean? It's like, because every time you wrestle, they all, everyone always says, he goes, oh, this guy doesn't, be, this, this, this guy's fat. This guy doesn't, he's not going to do anything. And then you get in the ring and you do all your crazy moves and they all love you. And I was like, 
you know what great uh, idea so i i came up you know i told uh because i'm a big also uh, my one of my favorite wrestlers ultima dragon so i was just like you know let's can i call myself ultima panda and then uh <laughs> the rest is history so where did the head come from we just came out. I don't know. It's just we just decided to do like a little like a funny panda because we don't want to. So did you we, did you make it then? Is it like your, your yeah yeah yeah? We, we designed yeah we designed it. We designed the panda mask. We designed it. We had a, a a mask maker from Mexico, and he came out and he did it. And um, you know, he uh he made the whole thing, and you know, because I didn't want I didn't want to make it like too cartoony where it's like. You know, where it's like one of those, like, um, I forget what you call it, like, you know, those Japanese anime, like, pandas. I want to actually look like an actual panda, like, you know what I mean? But but nothing scary where it's just like, you know, where it's got, like, his teeth out. It's going to, like, you know, pandas are scary people. <laughs> pandas are very, very scary. Not many people know that. Did you envision that um, it would be Ultimo Panda making uh, a debut on AEW before you did? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not one bit. That's I'm quite a turn lie. up for the books, isn't it? <laughs> no, not one bit. I was like, all right, I because when I first the AW, it's like, all right, here we go. Then you start. I was like, cool. And they're like, hey, can you? Meet? They're, like, they're like, can you bring the panda outfit? I'm like, <laughs> all right, I get. It. I'm thinking like, they're, they're, I'm thinking like they're gonna do like, like a like a skit on BTE or something. They're gonna, like, no, you're wrestling as a freaking panda. And I was like, what a, what a, hey. <laughs> Whatever gets me in the gets me in the door, yeah. right? I don't care. I mean, listen, for all the things that people make, some people make fun of, like you're stupid panda. It's a comedy wrestler. Oh, listen, I think it's brilliant. I genuinely think I, it's brilliant. I wrestle, I wrestle at AW as a panda. I wrestle at Arena Mexico because of panda, and I wrestle for all Japan pro wrestling <laughs> as Ultimo Panda. So I, I can't really, I can't knock it too as much as Paul. You know what I mean? So. I, I I don't know how anybody could be upset with the pants because I because I, I I wrestling's best when it's when it's when it's a bit bollocks like for me when when like you've got big characters large life personalities like Vinny Massaro like Ultimo Panda wrestling's so much fun when it's that it is it is such an art form like and what's lovely is we get to talk today about about matches from all Japan and New Japan and and how heavy hitting it is but we also get to sort of celebrate you know big personalities a big part of wrestling as well like those those big characters and that big persona and I just I think it's funny that like because like Vinny Massaro, like when, you know, when, when I talk about, when Vinny Massaro talks about wrestling, it's, he's very serious and, you know, it's very respectful. Like, uh, you know, he hates this, he hates, he hates all this, the spot fest and the Canadian destroyers. But then at the same time, like I'll go and wrestle as Panda and I'll just do the dumbest <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll, like, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do trust falls and, you know, and, and, and sit on people's, you know, chest with, with my big fat, fat butt. You know what I mean? Is it a bit of a release for you? Just to go and be a bit silly. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I love I love doing it because the kids love it. I love I love the kid. Like literally, I walk out and the kids are just like, it's like it's like Lewis. You like you can't. How can you? How can you boo a panda? Like it's you know it's <laughs> it's it's impossible. But like um uh you know it's fun because I yeah I have you know the the wrestling part is a challenge because I can't just do all my crazy, you know, Vinny Massaro moves and, you know, beat the crap out of people. I got to actually like, you know, be, be more, I do a little bit of comedy, but at the same time, I don't just do stupid comedy where everyone's like, all right, dude, that's enough. Yeah, dude, it was stupid. I try to make it so it's actually a good match too. So mm. it's, yeah, it's challenging too. I like it. Um, 
plus I like I like I like lucha libre. I like wrestling for the lucha fans. So you know, it's a nice experience for sure. What's been nice to see is because you know we talk about how you know when in twenty twenty you didn't wrestle for such a long time and it and you had that light bulb moment where you're like look I've, we've got to get back into this now and and I feel like you're and I'm not saying this because you're here because I've said this to people when you're not here um it, it feels like you've just you 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 you've really just had this massive resurgence since the world came back you've just been busy you've been putting on bangers it's just been amazing to see. That you've been properly yeah. out there. You had, you, you know, you. No, and, I appreciate that. You and Ishii just ripped it up. That looked like it was a bit of a, a that that looked like a special moment for you. You and Ishii. I love that. I love God. Wrestling Ishii was just so amazing, just because, you know, I watched his ma- You know, his it's Mister. You know, it's Mister G One. You know what I mean? Mm. It's Ishii, it's you know, he's awesome. And gained the chance to wrestle him, and you know, the fact that he didn't, you know, he didn't just like, oh, let's just, you know, let's just take it easy. He like he beat the piss out of me you know what I mean there was you know what I mean like he didn't he didn't like you know he went 100% on me and um you know just just all the reaction that all the all the other wrestlers and fans like you know and people like you that have said, told me that yeah I'm having a resurgence which is kind of cool because I'm you know I'm getting noticed right now in pro wrestling I'm getting a little bit more popular you know and I'm getting more bookings and I'm having a resurgence and I take I kind of take pride in it because it's it's due to just having good matches. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, Vinny's popular because he fell off a roof and, you know, whatever, shattered his leg or whatever. You know what I mean? Or, you know, oh, he got, remember, that's, hey, that's the guy that caught on fire or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm literally just having good matches. And, uh, you know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, West Coast Pro, um, you know, and, uh, you know, the people, you know, you know, Scott, you know, is, is one of my friends now, uh, I met him, you know, a year ago and he's, you know, he's, you know, he, he, he was watching a, he was watching APW and he's watching Bay Area wrestling. And he told me, he's like, dude, you're like one of my favorite wrestlers. And I was like, I appreciate that. And he was like, yeah, but it sucks because nobody knows that because the Bay Area doesn't have, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, reputation and it's, or it's really hard to see matches. So he's like, you know what, I'm going to change that. And he did. You know what I mean? You know, he, he, he helped me. He put it, he put me in these great matches and literally he just told me, he's like, what do you want to do? So just go out there and have a great match. And I did, you know, and now because of it, other people are noticing it and people are, you know, putting me with, you know, with more established, you know, bigger names and, and I'm, and I keep having great matches and, uh, you know, and because of it, I'm, you know, do interviews like yours and a lot of, my, a lot of people around the world are noticing that, you know, it's, it's, it's very, it, I'm happy about it, and um, honestly, it's, I'm just having a lot of fun. Because I, you know, no matter what, I'm, I'm I love professional wrestling, and I just love wrestling, and that's the main thing. I'm having a lot of fun just wrestling. You uh, you mentioned West Coast Pro there, which which very much seems your home base of a promotion. You you do many other things, but you seem to the have the most action at West Coast Pro, and and people might be discovering West Coast Pro for the first time listening to this, and I want to shine a light on it because there's a lot of good coming out of there. Obviously, uh, with uh, with the exception of of yourself, who else on that roster uh, are, are going to be ones to watch going forward? Uh, I think going forward, we're gonna, you know, Jacob Fatu is is now, you know, he became the the West Coast Pro champion. Uh, he's a Bay Area person. Uh, Levi Shapiro is coming back next show. He's facing AJ Gray. Um, he's a great another uh, local 
uh, Bay Area talent we use. Uh, Titus Alexander, the future, you know, they call him the future franchise for a reason. He's going to be a mega star uh, in the future. Starboy Charlie, uh, he's, you know, he's come back from injury. He's going to be a mega star. Um, you know, those are the Bay Area people. But, I mean, we use a lot of – there's, you know, there's, a, a, you know, one of the guys that everyone should be looking out for right now, um, he's, he's based out of L.A. He used to wrestle in Buffalo. His name is Kevin Blackwood. Uh, we use a lot. We use him a lot. He's if he's not signed within the within the year, uh, uh, it, some something's going on. Something because he's that good. He's you know, and I I almost feel like he's you know he's not from the Bay Area, but he's one of our guys. He's one of our homegrown talents. Um, you know, AJ Gray. You know, I know he's a GCW star, but he's you know he's been worth wrestling for us for a long time. I love AJ. Oh, I think he's, he's a great talent. I think he's a great talent. Uh, you know, he's a hard hitting, he's just like me, you know, he's just a hard hitting guy. And, and uh, I used to bleep swear words on this podcast, I used to bleep swear words, and then we had AJ Gray on, and uh, <laughs> I just decided I'm gonna spend too long editing these, so you know what, we're not gonna edit swear words. Anymore. Yeah, forget it. He's yeah. great, but, but every other word is an F, it's yeah, <laughs> but, 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 that's, but that's that's why I love that's why I get along with AJ, and yeah. I love AJ because he's the truth, you know, what I mean? he's, he's real. He, he's real. He's like, he's a real, honestly one of the realest people that I know. And, you know, if you don't like him, it's because he told you, he told you something you didn't want to hear. Um, but, you know, he's just a real guy. And, you know, me and him will get along because we're the same, we're pretty, pretty much the same person. We're, you know, we're, trust me, there are a lot of people that don't like me because I tell them the truth. Um, you know, but there's, you know, Nicole Savoy, great wrestler from the Bay Area, from Sacramento. She's a, a female wrestler. She's awesome. Masha Slamovich. Uh, I think she's amazing. Uh, we have some, you know, Sandra Moon from Vegas. You know, there's a lot of talent. You know, where if you watch uh, indie indie wrestling uh, TV, IWTV, you can catch up and watch all the matches. This next one is going to be amazing. Um, it's uh, you know April fifteenth is a big one for us because four one five is the area code for San Francisco. Um, uh-huh. The main event: uh, Minoru Suzuki versus uh, Kevin Blackwood. Um, Yuji Nagata versus David Richards, um, Levi Shapiro versus AJ Gray. Uh, uh, I'm wrestling uh, this guy from uh, the East Coast uh, called Akira. named Akira. He's uh, he's more of a deathmatch guy, but he's also you know trains in a lot of uh, MMA and jujitsu, and uh, you know I I hope to wrestle him. Uh, and have a great match with him. I just got done wrestling. I, I feel like I, I almost want to be known as the guy that like, you know, the, you know, you come, you come to the West coast, you know, you wrestle Vinny Massaro and you see, and cause that's how you, you want, you, you want to know how you are, how you do. Uh, cause that, I'm a big fan of the territories and that's what it was. You know, I remember Ray Stevens, you know, will be the king of the territory here in the Bay area. All the big wrestlers, you know, Nick Bockwinkle, you know, anyone from the all the other territories from Texas, they will come to the Bay Area and they will wrestle Ray Stevens. And I want to be that guy. I want to be known as, you know, the king of the West Coast. You're like the gatekeeper of the West Coast. The gatekeeper, if, the if, final, if, the final boss of the of the West Coast. For for Pokemon fans, Vinny Bissaro is essentially a gym leader in the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, that way you got to fight him. That's how, I like that. Makes, that. that makes sense. The gym, uh, the gym leader. I don't, I, I don't do, I don't do too much. Ultimate Pan is the one that likes that likes uh, uh, Pokemon. Ah, uh, he could be the gym leader. 
he can be the gym leader. He's because if you if he if he if he was uh, interviewing right now, he should be like Panda 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 Panda. He likes Pokemon. We'll book him. We'll book him for one. Translate it. <laughs> yeah, you have to, you have to, a lot of, you have to hire someone to translate, so that's the only problem. <laughs> we'll get to your third and final match in just a moment. Before we do, I like to throw this uh, at people as well as picking uh, three matches. If I would say to you, so off the top of your head, if you could also take with you as you're leaving the house for the island, you have to grab a movie, you have to grab an album and a luxury item. What would they be? So, if you had to take a movie with you, Vinny, what movie would you take with you? I would probably take. Man, that's a tough one. Mm. I would probably take Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah, I'd okay. probably take Goodfellas. Why Goodfellas? Just because it's an awesome movie. Mm. I love it. Um, I know it by heart. So, but I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to watch that in a in a in a deserted island though that might be weird. that might be a little weird but yeah i stick with, i stick with i stick with goodfellas goodfellas, goodfellas. Is a good pick. what about an album what album would you take Al- album that one's kind of easy i would take a uh, uh metallica and justice for all that's oh. easy <laughs> uh what what's it'll, the... it'll, 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 it'll make me it'll make me build a boat it'll make me it'll, it'll make me work out and do all kinds of good stuff on it so is that a workout album for you then and justice for all yeah when once blackened comes out on a treadmill, you're you have to keep going no matter until it ends. It's like a it's like nine minute song, you gotta keep going. Push through that and you're good for the day. Nine minutes of that bad boy. How about a luxury item? So something with it can be a bit of tech, it can be something with a bit of sentimental value. Um, it can be uh, something to remind you of luxury home. item. Yeah. I don't know. That's something <laughs> a, I mean, there's, there's no plugs in their island. I mean, I, I mean, I tell you, when we, we you can take like a games console. We have had people taking games consoles before, so I assume you'd want to take. Um, I would take my Switch then. Yeah, I would take, take my Switch. Switch. The Switch is a good Breath, shout. Breath, Breath of the Wild all day long. You know what okay. I mean? Just that'll keep me that'll keep me occupied. For, so when you get yeah. bored on the island, you can go onto another island in the game. Jobs are good. Then. That works good well. Point. That'd be funny <laughs> if I'm on a Zero Island and I'm and I'm. And I'm uh, I'm 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 just I'm I'm hanging out with Nook the whole time. Or, <laughs> like, like just the point. You're like here, like do the same. Just do the legit thing. Build your own. Build your own raft. <laughs> you're not getting hassled for money constantly by Tom Nook. Um. So you're that's your three items. Okay. So your third and final match. Then let's do this. Your third and final one. The third and oh. final match is is a the Michinoku Pro, uh, six man from ECW, uh, barely legal. Okay. Um. Cause that match, I swear to God, like I, I can, I can watch that match and I can actually like remember how I felt watching that pay-per-view. I remember being, I think I was like 18 years old. No, I was 17, 17 years old, maybe 16. I was 17. I remember watching that match and I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? (laughs) So would you have watched this um, live? Live. Yeah, I watched it live. Yeah, I'm that. I am. I am that old. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I watched it live. I watched it on pay per view. Okay, kids, we had this thing where you actually had to call your cable provider to get pay per view. You didn't just click on a button. Yeah, I know it sounds weird. What? It wasn't you on make, the internet. Make a phone call. <laughs> you, the, your cable box came out of the. You had you attached to the wire, 
and you call your cable box and it was like 39.9 but i remember i ordered it and i was just like i remember watching that match and i was like what the hell did i just like i I couldn't wrap like the first time i saw the minchinoka driver i was just like what the fuck did i just watch like it was like mind-blowing and remember and i remember because i was starting to train at that time my mind was like holy shit holy shit let me do this okay this move this move i can do this move i can do this move i can do this move and that's when i started becoming the innovator and i started like coming up with all these crazy moves and i think it was just because of that match because i was like oh well hey if you body slam and just do that well then how come i can't do this and do this and do this because you know back back then Nobody could be an innovator because it was like, no, you have to do this like this. Because in the 19, our forefathers did it like this, so we all have to do like this. But the six man made me realize, screw all that. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Reverse suplex into a this thing and sit down. So that match, unbelievable. It's always shocking when you watch shows like this from the nine from the nineties, and and they'll have like a a, a con- wrestling contingent from one of the Japanese promotions come over. And you suddenly realize like the the American promotions are playing chess and they're playing 4D checkers. And it's just like, I yeah. was, we watched um, World War III 1995 for work purposes the other week. And in the middle of that, you've got the, the All Japan Women's Tag Match. And it's just like, they're going yeah, pace five, 10 years yeah. ahead of its time compared to everyone else. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like watching the Dragon Gate ROH match. You're just like, you're just like, I mean, now it's like, yeah, you know, you got Willow Spray and Ricochet to do that. But like back then, like, you know, cause, and ROH was ahead of its time, but you watch that six man and they're just like, it's like one of the greatest match. But like, to me, like they were doing that back then when it was literally like, you know, when they were literally like people were finishing you know, pay-per-views with the pod driver, you know what I mean? And they were just doing these crazy matches and they, and they were just like, we're in Japan, we're doing, and it was a small little Indian Japan and they, you know, it was just so great because they're like, you know what? We're Japanese wrestlers, but we're also very small and we we learn how to do lucha. So we're just going to do six man tags. And I was just like, this is a, just my, I loved every minute of it. An unreal clash of style. So it's BWO Japan, uh, Takamichi Noku, Terry Boy and Dick Togo versus Sasuke Hamada and uh, Yakushiji. I remember. Yeah. Um, it's a, uh, and look that up on Barely Legal 97. It's on the network if you want to watch it as well. Yeah. Because um, it was supposed to be Grand Naniwa, but he, he got like his flight or something happened. Like he couldn't get his flight or something. So he got and they had the, the, the kid. Yeah, the, little, the kid. But the kid would. Fucking killed it. Like he, he held his he own, was... didn't he? With the last minute, last yeah. minute drop in, he held his own in it. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal one. It's worth a watch. Uh, Vinny, this has been a wonderful trip onto the island with you. Uh, thank awesome. you very much for coming and sharing some of your favorite matches and telling us some stories. If people want to keep up to date with what you are up to, sir, where can they find you? Uh, honestly, it's just you know, I should, I should have a website, but you know, go, go <laughs> on uh, social media uh, at Snoring Elbow. I'm hilarious. <laughs> uh, give me a follow um and uh you know pretty much just anything you know just just you know that's the main thing but you know support indie wrestling wherever you are support people like you you know doing you know that the support indie wrestling uh you know podcasts like yours and you know shows like yours uh that's you know that cool. that support indie wrestling because you know what i mean everyone can everyone can talk about wwe wrestlemania you know that's but not everyone can be like, you know what, I'm going to get this indie dude from California and help, help him out. You know what I mean? That's, 
you know, that that's a very, that's very awesome. Cause you know, I'm sure you, I'm sure you get tons more uh, press when you talk about, you know, you know, whatever Goldberg or, you know, Kenny Omega or the young bucks, but I appreciated you actually taking your time and doing, you know, giving someone like myself, who's not oh, that popular. Mate, it's my honor to have you on, man. And no, man, it's, it's I true though. It. Cause I mean, like, I mean, you know, you just, you know, you can like literally just, you know, it's like, Oh, let's, let's, let's do it. You know, shoot. I bet you we can, you can talk about an hour about what happened on AEW, but instead, you know, you're, well. you're, yeah, but, but I'm saying like, <laughs> you're taking the time. Listen, there was a lot of shit going on that happened on, on AEW. You know, oh yeah. I'm going to that. That's, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get into that. I'll get into that next. But now, what what I like about with this show is it's not only is it a chance for me to chat to to to, to friends and to to heroes and and such. It's also a chance to shine a light on 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 people who deserve a light to be shone on them. And that's kind of what this is all about. So why wouldn't you? Um, so it's at Snoring Elbow on Twitter, and and I know there'll be people who uh, have have heard your story today, and and there's and will have picked it up as well, and they'll be inspired to reach out and i will speak on behalf of Vinny when i say yes if you are struggling on mary kate and ashley's horse riding adventure if you speak to Vinny, he will be able to help you i don't even know where you i don't even know where you can get this game nowadays if someone finds that game i forgot what it was like mary send kate it to Vinny. it's like like Pony like horse horse championship or horse something, ride. Or... I think it's called horse championship. That's a ti- that's an indie title if I ever heard it. Horse um, horse, horse championship <laughs> progressing progressing horses. <laughs> oh please book that you cowards! American nasty pro, horse pro, riding pro, pro, adventures. Equi- pro, equi- yeah, uh, equestrian of honor. It was, uh, it was <laughs> you know it's you know it, it's a great it's a great thing. But no, please don't do that. But yeah, yeah, I I follow video games. I'll talk about wrestling. I'll talk about, I'll talk about video games for, forever. I like how you very quietly went, yeah, yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. But hey, I'm, I, I'm playing WWE 2K, so you know what? We can talk about WWE 2K. Oh, we, have, we barely touched on 2K. We barely touched on it. Yeah, I know. Uh, good, it's good. It's, it's, I, 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 honestly, it's good. Because I, I stopped playing it for a while just because I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. Like, I would get reversed, like, every three seconds. But now it's actually like Drew Gulak is like my best friend now because he's like he taught me how to play, like uh you know what I mean. And I like uh, I like Drew being in there um, doing all that stuff. It's it's, it's not, I like it and the graphics are awesome. Yeah, it's great. Gra- I like the graphics; they look good, and uh, I like the I, I like like the the my rise thing, and you know it's just it's fun. It's like literally you just and the good thing about it is like. Like I remember with the other games, like if I didn't play for a week, I would come back and I would like forget everything. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but now it's 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 way easier and it's more friendlier for you know new for new players. So I think I, I like it. I think it's cool. Well, I I can't wait to see like you know when you have like the ten men, you know you know uh, elimination chamber or eight men elimination chamber and, and everything 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 messes up. <laughs> well, when people start clipping through the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I love I love I love those people that go like. I don't know what happened. I I was I was eight Rey Mysterios in the Elimination Chamber and the game broke. I'm like I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, what were you doing? It's like oh, I jumped off. I, I had everyone jump off the top rope at the same time. I'm like all right. I mean, I would. I mean, come on now. Like I know you. Like I, we were we were all all eight Mysterios were on top of the hell in the cell and we went through like I'm like all right. Like why why would you it took me a half hour to get figure this out? I'm like. 
this is this is what a game tester worries about. Like and that's you... what I, that's what I used to do. <laughs> I used to play Madden. I used to play the the same team against the same team for a long period of time to see if they will break it. Like that was that was the whole point. Like that's people people like make try to break games now and record it. It's funny. It's, I like. I mean, game game testing now just you people are doing it for free. Exactly. Like you could do it for free if you had a copy of Mary Kate and Ashley's horse riding adventure. I hate you. <laughs> 